Welcome back, everybody. Reap the Harvest, the Matt Tax Show. We didn't even have a name really at first. We just started it. We launched it. We went for it. And uh, here we are together in Tampa. We're actually at a conference this week, the Commercial Empire Conference. And uh, that's where we met originally. Yeah. And uh, Matt is into personal development. And obviously, we've talked about this with the marriage and with the business and with real estate and all these different things and putting it all together with your message online. I'm so glad I can kind of be the person in between those two things. So, Absolutely. Cool, Pat. Well, I'm glad to do our third episode, my man. Um, it's, uh, it's exciting, exciting for this podcast to um, and getting, uh, getting my name out a little bit more and, uh, and helping people along the way. Um, I'm learning a lot. Um, I've over the course of, uh, the past really year, um, just put so many influential, uh, you know, giants in my life, um, that are allowing me to grow and learn. Um, and I want to share that journey. Right. Um, and as I grow and uh, personally develop into, um, the man I have actually over the past, what I consider four years, um, has just been an amazing journey for me. It's been an amazing journey just from uh, kind of starting from the, from the grassroots of, of what is, what's my reason why, what's my purpose in life, um, to ultimately getting to today and then accelerating beyond. So just super pumped, um, super pumped to talk to you a little bit more about today, about, uh, about just uh, not what our his story is, but our, what his story is going to be. Um, it's just uh, it's just a, a really pivotal thing to take a look at and capture as far as a mindset of where where you came from. Yeah, that's a learning experience. It's history. You never want to forget it. Um, but where you're going is really where it counts and being present um, along the journey. So I know we touched about that on uh, some other episodes, um, but I, I want to bring Pat in here again for this one because Pat Pat's going through an amazing journey right now, like really a revolution of growth and uh and what he's he's seen over the past probably like six months just diving in you know targeting people that he wants to surround himself with and then uh take himself to the next level so we'll feed off of him a little bit um and then just kind of give my story too um of like where where i came from quite honestly and then where i am today and then where i see myself going as far as what what i want to make my story right so i'll give you a little bit of a testimony and my let um said something really well let your test be your testimony i'm definitely going through a lot of tests right even now before um but uh just to transparently kind of take you through what what my life has looked like so born and raised southeastern michigan um couldn't be couldn't have been a better really life growing up. My parents were just awesome people. Um, and, uh, just shout out to my grandmother. She's, uh, you know, she's in heaven right now. She actually died this past Thursday, passed away, but, uh, influential piece in my life. Uh, Rhea Gilmore, you, uh, you will forever be remembered and live in our spirits continually. Um, um, until, uh, until I pass, you are, uh, you are one of the giants in my life. Um, as well as my grandfather, uh, William Gilmore. So want to give a shout out to them. They're, they're just, a, they were amazing people. Um, and my grandfather's actually still alive, 93. But so anyways, parents, um, my mom was actually born and raised in Ohio. My dad was in Michigan um, and just grew up in a, a really uh, grounded family atmosphere um, where we just, uh, we just loved each other, quite honestly. Um, we went through our same growing pains. Um, and have since 
Uh, my brother is, uh, my brother, I believe he's 30, 35, I'm 34. So we're pretty close together. Um, have an older sister, she's 39 and then got a younger sister that's, uh, that's 30. So we've just, uh, we've grown together, four kids, household, little, little small house, uh, 1200 square feet. Um, and, uh, in Southeastern Michigan, Sterling Heights, Michigan, automotive alley. Right. And, uh, we just, uh, my dad always put sports in my life. Sports was the central focus. Hey, I want to be, I want to be good in sports. And honestly, like growing up, I thought I was going to be in the NBA. Like that was my thing. I was going to be in the NBA. Um, I was showing promise at a pretty young age, uh, to, uh, to kind of follow my dad's footsteps of, uh, being a, being a, an athlete. He was a two-star athlete, uh, two-sport athlete at the university of North Dakota. Um, but like I was in a Christian day school. So the, just, you know, religion and all this was kind of pushed on me, super structured environment, kind of battled against that. Um, eventually showed a little bit more promise in, a, in about seventh grade, and they wanted to take me over into the public schools to, to play basketball. Um, so I got into basketball, and then I uh, things, things, quite honestly, had just went downhill, you know, performed well. Um, had had some successes at the, uh, in the in the high school realm, but, like, didn't really – didn't I wouldn't say fit in just coming from a uh, coming from a uh, just a a spot where you know I was in a structured environment in this Christian day school now into you know a public school system and and really didn't really hit off with a bunch of people started started just uh, you know hanging out probably quite honestly with the wrong crowd and um, and never really you know excelled it was just kind of like this day to day not this like thinking of you know, what's ahead, what's next for me. Um, and, uh, and got out of that, um, had a couple offers from, uh, a couple of universities, mainly Juco schools for basketball and just says, Nope, that's enough. You know what I mean? I, I was kind of, I was in this blaming mentality, like, Oh, it's, um, it was because my coaches, it was because, uh, it was because of this, it was because of that. So I was in like this excuse making mode at, at a kind of an early age right. of why things didn't happen for me. Um, and uh, and then I go into college, get through college, and and this is one. This is the, the kind of the pivotal light that really has since kind of transpired me and taken me and elevated me. I made I made a decision, a risk, right? To just I was working for this uh, right out of college. I went to Oakland University, and uh, I started working for this uh, company, actually American Axle, um, and they were a tier one supplier to General Motors. And I was in their accounting department at graduated in finance, but like, you know, quite honestly, just didn't have that mindset of accelerate, accelerate, accelerate. In college, actually, the entrepreneurial bug got in me where I started up actually a painting business um, and did well just over the summer, enjoyed it. Um, but then, you know, I was always conditioned in my mind to think I need to get a job. I need to get a job. Right. That can be tough. So uh, I then I then took this uh took this approach of, okay, uh, uh, you know, I'll start applying for jobs. So I applied for, you know, a couple jobs and my buddy got me into the American Axle and it's like, dude, desk jobs. I'm like, all right, yeah, I guess I'll do it. And we're plugging away at, you know, data entry. And uh, then my girlfriend at the time, um, we actually were broken up. She lived in DC. She came back, my wife now, my badass wife. High school sweethearts. Turtleneck Kelly. Turtleneck Kelly. Um, she came back actually one one Christmas, and uh, we had connected again. And uh, she's like, hey, 
you know, would you we should consider maybe moving out to DC? And I'm like, um, you know, haven't thought of it, but like, I think I should just make the move. It was within a month's time frame where I'm just like, you know what? You go all in. I learned the all in moment, right? Um, and that's where the entrepreneurial bug started kicking, right? If I'm if I'm willing to take an all in approach, risk. It's a lot of risk, right? right. You're gonna go through the hills and valleys, but like I'm just gonna quit my job and go all in, right? I'm gonna move to a different city because I need to get out of like my my comfortable scenario that I'm in, right? And John Maxwell puts it well, if you're plateauing, I was in that plateau phase, right? And I was just continually plateauing. I wasn't in growth mode. I wasn't stretching myself, putting myself out there. Um, and uh, I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And my my parents thought I was like really quite honestly crazy, but uh, they uh, how it always they've never limited me. They've never limited me either. But they uh, there's a you know they weren't gonna stop me. And so I went to uh, Washington D.C. got a job within two weeks. But that was the mentality that like if you're gonna do it, you're gonna make it work. You're just gonna make it work, right? And so went out there and got it, you know, by the grace of God, I still think there's a, you know, a divine intervention play, right? Uh, Mark Batterson, one of a really awesome author and a pastor, National Community Church in actually Washington, D.C. We'll have him on the podcast sometime too. But uh, he, he puts it well, you, um, you work like it depends on you, but pray like it depends on God mm. and vice versa pray like it depends on God and work like it depends on you. So this, uh, this whole, this whole thing is transpiring. Now I get to DC work for a few years, love the job. It's amazing. Um, and, uh, realize get married to my wife, my now wife and, uh, and realize that like, I'm, we're in a plateau phase again. And, uh, I was just like, let's, let's do something new. Let's get adventurous again. And, uh, the stretch was like, how do we move away from DC? What does that look like? So I remember in February, it was snowing in DC. We get down to Florida. We're actually going on vacation and, uh, it's like 80 degrees and sunny, right? Indian rocks beach, beautiful, un unreal. And so we get down there and I have no clue why we left though either, Pat, cause it's, it's crazy. We're in, uh, it was, a, it was the inauguration of Obama that like that month. And, uh, we missed it. I'm like, dude. Like, why the heck did we not stay? Not to get political, but I mean, it was a that would have been amazing. Well, yeah, thing, I mean, right, uh, to be it's there just for. cool to be a part of. No matter um, where you stand. So yeah, so it's uh, it was it was cool, and uh, so we get down there, and I'm like, babe, like you're finished up with law school, let's let's try Florida. Like this is amazing, 80 degrees of sunny. This is unreal. Right. So we get down to uh, we get down there, and uh, we we just fell in love with it, you know, within a week's time frame, not knowing what it was like to obviously live down here, completely different story. But um, it has been amazing, by the way, we love Tampa. Also love DC, miss DC. So anyways, we get down here and then within six months we decide, you know, we're plateauing in DC. We got to figure out our next plan for growth. Um, second pillar, right? Risk. Coming down here, knowing no one, creating a new community, got to figure it out, right? So we get down and uh, we move down here like six months later. Don't know anybody. Don't know a soul. And uh, I hate it. That's when you know you're growing, right? That's when you know you're growing. And uh, what do you always want to revert back to when you know you hate something and you like you're you're in a growing phase? Mm -hmm. Something that's comfortable, right? Oh yeah. You want to go back to something that's comfortable. Absolutely. So I get like where you you're like 
like it's like a you know a dog in water like you're just like i gotta i gotta get you know i gotta get to ground you know what i mean um this is too much resistance and so i remember we were uh i was working from home and um not really getting engaged and and uh like where am i gonna be and uh it just happened like we we were actually looking for houses at the time too and uh who knows why I was ready to move back to DC. My wife hadn't found a, a law position yet. And uh, we're like, what, what, like, like, what, what should we do? Like, should we move right. back to, to DC? And then we buy a house, we buy a house in Tampa. Like I'm still trying to figure out like why that was the thing that, why that, that was the rational move. But obviously it was, uh, it was, it was Devon. Um, so we're still in Tampa right now. Um, so this is six years later and we built this whole new community, right? We have like surrounded ourselves with amazing people. Um, but that was the second pillar, right? That was a second pillar of growth for me, not really, maybe not even knowing at the time, but like that was the second pillar of growth that like we moved down to Tampa, we got to make things work. You know right. what I mean? And it was like the sink or swim environment, flight or flight. And uh, we chose to fight through that, right? Create uh, creating a whole new ecosystem is is unbelievable, um, and then uh, that then leads into like today, right? So that started the entrepreneurial movement. We bought a house. I started house hacking. We got into uh, we got in. I got into real estate, dabbling in real estate while I had a full time job, and then uh, I get into this one job, right? And I, while I'm doing real estate, kind of on the side. And I, I was, I get into, I really wanted to understand sales at a higher level. I had done consulting and wanted to understand sales. I knew sales was like extremely important in life. I had always been talking to people about, they, they already knew they wanted my services, right? right. But like, I never really knew the, the other side of the envelope where people maybe like, they don't want your services and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta talk them through How that. How can right? I provide a solution for what you need? For what you need, identifying those needs. Right. right? And then, uh, it's the whole business shift of like seek to understand before being understood. And, uh, you know, as a consultant, you're like, Oh, like, yeah, I, like, I understand now, like I've said, uh, like I've done this now, here's the way you should do it. You know, and telling people, telling people, telling people, um, and sales is a little bit different because then there's a handoff period. You really, 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 really have to understand, right? Right. In consulting, they already want your services, but in sales, you know that it's a it's a little bit different model. So, right. I I did this job, and man, it was good. It was it was really good. But I also knew that my entrepreneurial itch was like I like I don't want to do this for somebody else. I want to do it for my like, right. for myself. And so like then now, now that's where I'm shifted, right? Now that's like kind of my third layer of growth. There's, I know there's going to be many, many more. And, uh, and as we're going through these podcasts and like kind of documenting this journey, but there's layers of growth, right? I never want to like plateau. I'm always in this, this area of growth, not always in the area of growth. You do want to plateau. John Wet Maxwell absolutely says that that is extremely pivotal to acclimate yourself to environments, right? But then once you become acclimated, you need to look for the next area of growth. You never want to plateau for too long. John Maxwell is like 70, 80 years old and still looking for opportunities to grow. Um, So that's where I come into play. I'm always trying to feed off of these various giants in my life that can, that can allow me areas to grow. Now that I'm in, you know, we're at a commercial real estate conference even right now and I'm looking for, you know, the pillars to identify 
where where my next area of growth is. Um, and personal development has always been extremely important to me. I say all that, right, um, to wrap up, but to say I've had a lot of failures, right, as far as what my history is, right? I really was that, you know, I was that kid that really didn't fit in in high school. I had a homosexual brother that, quite honestly, people, like, people, you know, I was a pretty good at athletes, but, like, I wasn't, I wasn't extremely good with girls or anything like that. And I was like, eh, I don't know. Girl, I mean, don't get me wrong, girls like me. But uh, I I, uh, I wasn't good with girls. I was like shy. No, I, I was awkward. It. I was coming into a new environment it in high school. Weird. And it was weird. It right. was one of those things where I'm like, what am I going to do? My social dynamics were a little bit off. And uh, like, how, how do I grow again, right? So I have this like, I have these layers of like where I'm going. But one thing I'm able to do, right, is not make that my to make that my history, but not my where my story is going to be. Constantly adapting to change and growing, creating that growth cycle where, look, this is my history. This is where I've been. And this is what I love about Pat's story, too, is that this is where I've been. You know, I started out, you know, playing music in a barn, um, started uh, then playing music at bars, start, you know, getting these gigs. Well, like he's been, if you think about it, you know, these past stories have been your history, your test have been your, now your testimony. Right. And, uh, now you still have areas of growth that you're still trying to achieve right. in various levels of success and success is relative, but you, you, you constantly are finding the, the next area for growth to yeah. climb up in the, in the I plateau. think pillars was a good way to put it. Cause it's like when I first started playing music in third grade, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was just about having fun and mm-hmm. it was either computer class or music class and all, all the girls were playing music. So yeah. I was like, all right, well, I'll play the trumpet because it's only three buttons. Yeah. And so it can't be that hard. But what I realized was that those three buttons are like the lead in all the famous movie themes, the Star Wars and the Rocky Balboa and the Back to the Future and all yeah. the theme songs I grew up hearing as a kid Jurassic Park the trumpet line is the main part so yeah. it's actually one of the hardest instruments <laughs> to play yeah. and so uh, I was able to figure out how to play all the things that I felt without any sheet music but when it came to playing hot cross buns out of the book I wasn't very good yeah. I wasn't feeling it it yeah. didn't call me mm-hmm. and I think that that calling is what I've really started to talk about is that I think I was so busy just playing gigs and playing gigs and traveling all over the country and working with these artists and working with that artist and booking tours and marketing myself and marketing and marketing and marketing and marketing and documenting my story and all these things that I've been doing my whole life, Mm -hmm. focusing on just getting that next hundred dollars or that next $200 job. And it, and, and I never really told the story of how I'm now at these business events and how those content creation skills were the videos and the funny little tunes in my personality that got the attention of Gary Vee and Grant Cardone and all these big name entrepreneurs right. and kind of pushed me over the edge of getting into these conferences mm-hmm. and meeting people that are following their calling yeah. and following this entrepreneur uh you know, impactful 
you know, voice within them. And right. I think that uh, not everybody is as crazy outgoing, yelling on the stage and singing in the hallways and yeah. stuff as I am because I've done that my whole life. Right. And so how can I use that talent for people like you that have a personal development message to get out to the world? Absolutely. And that's why we're starting this show. And we're not worried about if it looks perfect or if it looks like NBC Studios. We're worried about the message impacting people. Absolutely. Way before anything else. Yeah. That's number one. And we started this thing. We didn't have a, a, a name or, or anything. It was just Matt Tack recording. Yeah. And, and I think that it's important for everyone to understand that you are not voiceless, that you have an impact and you have the, the nickname, the acoustic force that some guy gave me at brunch because I was really loud while I was trying to talk to his wife on Sunday <laughs> morning. But there is an acoustic force inside of everyone. And that, yeah. that could mean, you know, God's calling, like I've talked about with Tim Story recently, who's become a friend of mine. It could be it could be, um, you know, you're calling as a parent, as a mother, as a provider. It could be, you know, you're into, you know, yoga and that's your calling, your healing, your meditative uh, purpose to the world is to bring healing to others. But I think that there is a voice inside all of us that can impact others. And so um, I saw that in you mm -hmm. and, and maybe even before you saw it in yourself. And I called this guy literally 30, 40 times a week. <laughs> and I'm like, we got to do this because yeah. this is where my life is going. And I see an impact that you can make on people with, with your message and with the relationship you have with your wife and the relationship you have with your kids and the relationship you have with business people. You're not just doing business to make money. You're doing business to make an impact. The Maria Lita foundation is a part of your business where yeah. he's uh, planning, um, tours and trips to Latin America to help grow, areas of Latin America and give people in that area and here an opportunity to grow together and, and, and build that. And even in potentially the real estate department, maybe even yep. some growth as Absolutely. far as that as well. And so development of ourselves can also mean development for everyone around us, mm -hmm. development for the communities, development for, you know, building. I mean, that's crazy. I, I never thought that maybe I could help someone get development in another country. And yeah. that's a possibility now. And it's really incredible that starting off playing in bar, barn corners and stuff like that turned into me taking all these tools and all these videos and audios and recording and song and voice and, and using it to do good for the world. It's an incredible thing that is possible now because of the internet and because of this opportunity that we have as modern entrepreneurs in the digital age. Modern entrepreneurs in the digital age is absolutely that is like so impactful. I was just thinking about that so that as you were saying that is that like how many people you can connect with because of the, so, the, the social media outlet because right. of like the digital age. So yeah, no, it's pretty amazing. Thanks. Um, we're gonna wrap up here. I know. Yeah. Uh, uh, we've been talking out a lot today, but as far as the action items, um, the action items are always don't make your history, your story, right? Yeah. Your future story. Um, I think there's like amazing amount of potential in people. Um, the one thing, Tim story, love it, right? This guy just had Tim story on his podcast, an amazing coach of some of the best minds in the world, um, celebrities, artists all around the world. And, uh, that's it. He just, 
your your past story is never going to be your future story, but do, do you want to forget it? No, it's his story, right? You want to make sure you remember it, but don't, don't make that your ceiling and where you can go. Right. Um, your expectations should be high. Um, we all can elevate and elevate others and empower others. You know, uh, my position in life is how I can empower, empower um, those, you know, closest around me right now, who can I impact? Right. And then even through this podcast, who can I impact as I, uh, as I build more of a team and a network, um, for my, for my personal development business. So it's, it's one of those things that we just want to spread like a message of really of clarity of, uh, people's purpose in life. Um, it's not even a, like really a calling to me. It's a purpose. We're expected to fulfill, the most out of ourselves. Right. Um, we should never limit ourselves. Uh, whether, you know, whether we're a yoga instructor or whether we're a commercial developer or whether a professional athlete, right? Um, there's, there's certain things that we should never limit ourselves and we need to, we need to expect the best. Uh, so, and, and that's where, that's where we're headed, right? We're headed in that direction. Um, I'm glad you brought up the Marita Lita Foundation. We actually obviously had a meeting uh, just a, a few moments ago and, and we, uh, we have some content that we're actually going to be producing here in the, in, in, uh, in the next uh, you know, week or so as far as some videos we're going to be putting out about it. But yeah, that's somewhere I'm like entranced because it's, it provides a purpose, right? That's even just be, beyond our domestic borders internationally. Um, through uh, a awesome. level of tourism. That's really so cool. So more to follow on that. The Marita Lead Foundation is a great organization. I know I had uh, mentioned our previous podcast, but um, it's just an awesome organization where we see a lot of growth potential, but a, a way to give back. Uh, so we're super, super excited about that. We're going to be following up more on that. But uh, um, as, for, uh, as for Pat and I at the Acoustic Force, we're going to reap the harvest. We came up with that name, love that name. Um, it just, uh, it really gives the, it really gives the visual that, you know, we're here to, to really go to really capture something bigger. Right. And there's a harvest out there. There's a harvest. I mean, it's infinite, the wealth, the infinite amount of purpose that we have, there's a harvest. Let's go reap it. Right. Um, and I think that. that it also requires us to plant the seeds, um, for our minds, plant the seeds for who we want to surround ourselves with and allow those things to blossom so that we can reap that harvest. And Absolutely. another thing, uh, before we get off, uh, Tim's story mentioned was, dude, don't fold while your purpose or your calling is unfolding. I love that. So what we do, what that. we tend to do sometimes is that we have these setbacks and sometimes those setbacks, again, he said, set up our comeback. Sometimes we, we want to fold while we're unfolding, but we've got to let the cards fall in their place. Something that maybe was a bad thing one day turns out to be this great pivotal trans transition another day. But we don't know that until we continue to go down the line and we continue to follow our purpose. We continue to chase that calling. We continue to, to, to push ourselves in the direct, the direction that we need to go in mm -hmm. that fulfills us and fulfills others. And, um, reaping the harvest is on the, is at the end of all of that. And so I think all of this ties together. It's really incredible. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, no, planting the seeds is so, so important. Um, and uh, I'm glad you brought that up because planting the seeds is what you do at the very beginning, right? Yep. You're always planting seeds. And uh, that's when 
things will come to fruition without a doubt, whether they come within 30 days or 15 years. That's what I who mean. Knows? Yeah, you can't uh, fold can't during fold. that process. So un- unbelievable, unbelievable. I love that nugget. I hope uh, I hope everyone takes that uh, from Tim's story and, and Pat at the Acoustic Force. So we out here, but uh, always check us out. Please subscribe um, to uh, to the Acoustic at the Acoustic Force Successpreneur. That's Pat's podcast. Um, obviously, reap the harvest here. Um, please subscribe and at listen to us. Official Matt Tag. At official He's Matt official Tag. now, folks. At official Matt Tag <laughs> as we go through this branding effort. But uh, extremely excited about the opportunities um, that are going to present themselves. But uh, start planting those seeds. That's start awesome. Those seeds. We out, brother. Until next time, guys. Peace.